Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance, and I am really excited about today. Have a special guest talking about some special stuff. Uh, hopefully, it makes for a special show that all you special people are going to enjoy. It's a real special day here because we're talking about D23. Disney just had their big uh, every other year festival, convention show, whatever you want to call it. I'm really excited. But even more so than talking about all things Disney, I'm excited to be talking to him with Taffeta. Taffeta, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. I'm so excited to have you on my show and not, uh, you know, we, we've done stuff for other people and other things and that's all well and good, but I'm glad it's it's us now. Heck yeah, it's always fun to kind of do things for yourself. So I appreciate the invite and I tried to keep up with DT, uh, 23 and Marvel and Pixar and there's also video game announcements. There was a lot going on and I'm in the middle of dealing with like, you know, construction on the house stuff so it's been crazy but i am stoked to talk about what i can <laughs> what i remember disney waits for no one that's it it's true that's why i'm like when you were talking to me i was like half of that list i'm totally not familiar with <laughs> yeah some of the stuff i looked up and i was like i think i know what that is and i watched the trailer and i was like i have no idea so with that being said uh we're not going to touch on everything D23 was. I mean, we don't have the time and or the passion. Uh, we love what we love. But if there's something that we don't talk about that you really like, please let me know and we'll look into it and I'll talk about it and everything. I'm always down to find a new fandom. Not that I have time for new fandoms, but I'm always down to try. Right. So the show really leaned into Disney Plus stuff. You know, that's I think Disney Plus launched at that magic moment right before COVID. And then when we we're all at home on lockdown, well, yeah, I'm going to watch Oliver and Company and Robin Hood a hundred times. So the show's coming to that. Uh, were there any of the Disney Plus shows that they announced that you were really excited about? Um, I think the stuff that's coming from Disney Plus aren't necessarily the uh, series, but a couple of the movies. I'm super stoked for Disenchanted. Uh, Hannah Waddingsworth, who I absolutely love on Ted Leo, uh, Ted Lasso is going to be, uh, one of the big, uh, baddies on Disney. Oh wait, no, excuse me. That's Hocus Pocus. That's what it is. Disenchanted is my Rudolph. So yeah. Anyways, both of these movies, I'm really excited for the villains and the extra cast that's coming on there with a uh, disenchantment. Um, they're getting another sequel and it's gonna be my Rudolph. He's gonna be the villain and then Hocus Pocus with Hannah uh, Waddingsworth joining there. So those are the two off the top of my head where I was just like, yep, those are going to be for me. Yeah, I was I was super excited about those. Um, Hocus Pocus is one of those shows that, you know, ev everybody loves. It's just, you can't not love Hocus Pocus. And then to bring back like Doug Jones, which I'm super excited about. Uh, Disenchanted, I watched the trailer today. And yeah, you're right. Maya Rudolph is like the selling point. <laughs> she's so good i love her so much she's so funny so i'm excited to see her um and obviously um with disney plus i think they've announced uh they're gonna do like a a, a moon girl in a devil dinosaur which i think would be kind of neat uh to see i'm a fan of kind of like the older just devil dinosaur jack kirby mm -hmm. comics and then they had like a new run of comics that was devil girl uh uh moon girl and devil dinosaur so to see that kind of like be adapted for a, a series. I'm curious about that. And then anything with the Muppets is probably going to catch my attention too. <laughs> oh yeah. Muppet Mayhem. So I, 
those of you that are long-time listeners, you know I'm a huge mark for the Muppets. I mean, I, I start the Christmas season. One of the movies I watch every year is Muppet Christmas Carol. Muppet Treasure Island's always going down. The original series, everything. This one, the Muppet Mayhem, this is the one that's all about Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem and like them touring and running into celebrities and everything. So I'm interested, I mean... I even liked the two series that ABC did, you know, the one in the 90s and the one a few years back. I, I love all things Muppets, but seeing how this goes, uh, the different approach, I'm, I think is going to be really neat. Yeah. And they're also doing the uh, National Treasure uh, series. Like, I like the movies. I'm kind of a sucker for uh, adventure, historical uh, chases, I guess. Mm-hmm. And with the... Uh, a series coming they're gonna be kind of branching off so it's not gonna be nick cage it's gonna wind up being i guess uh captain zeta jones is gonna you know take the lead on that so we'll have like a female archaeologist slash you know adventurer i guess i don't really know i just watched just a little bit of it and i'm just kind of gonna wait as it progresses but if it's tied to national treasure or if it's along those lines of the first two movies i like hokey stuff like that so i'm gonna be in on that yeah, I'm a little sad. Who knows when we'll get National Treasures 3? Because, you know, he's supposed to go to Area 51 or whatever in that. But yeah. one I did see in the trailer, Harvey Keitel's in the trailer. So there's at least going to be that connection. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited. Another series that I'm excited about is The Santa Clauses. Right? The spinoff of the Tim Allen trilogy of movies from the 90s. The, the Santa Claus. This one, he's trying to find a replacement Santa Claus. He decides he's going to retire. And in the trailer, he's in, really all it is is he says he's going to retire and he's interviewing uh, Peyton Manning to be the yeah. next. Boss. And that's the trailer. And I was sold. And Bernard is back because Bernard wasn't in the third one with Martin right. Short. Yeah, but Bernard's back. So as soon as I saw Bernard, I was, um, I'm not. The Santa Claus is probably, out of all of Tim Allen's projects, my favorite, with Toy Story being a close second, and then everything else in yeah. just a third. But I'm I'm really excited about, you know, a six to 12 episode series. They, I don't think they said how long it was going to be um, about, because it's just going to be him interviewing people to be Santa Claus. And I think... <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. I Question, though, going back to Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur... I am kind of curious why they didn't announce that with the Marvel stuff and they pushed it more with the Disney Plus stuff, even though, as we'll see in a minute, they announced a lot of Disney Plus stuff with Marvel. I thought that was kind of weird. Um, I don't know if Disney Plus tends to be for maybe the younger crowd or not. I don't know if it's necessarily marketed to them, but I feel like sometimes it is. Uh, and even though uh, uh, Moon Girl, you know, she is part of the Marvel Comics it still is very uh, young adult and youthful. So maybe they just kind of want to throw that in there with, you know, the other series that are coming out, but at the same time, they have a lot going on. So they probably just, you know, kind of tried to find their own balance. Yeah. Cause there, I think there was a star Wars young Jedi adventures or Jedi Academy young Jedi adventures. That was mm-hmm. you know, that too. So uh, I don't know, but a lot of really, really cool stuff coming to Disney plus. Um, I need reasons to get off my couch and then- <laughs> reasons to stay on my couch so that's not good uh, and then not just limited to plus though but they talked a lot about movies like on mm-hmm. I, mean, I i was kind of bummed that hocus pocus wasn't getting a big screen release but 
you know, Trick or Treat is coming to theaters this fall for the first time ever. So who knows? Maybe someday we'll get Hocus Pocus 2 on the big screen. But yeah, were, were there any of the movies you were that kind of sparked your interest? Oh, for sure. Uh, I mean, I know a lot of people are kind of crapping on Disney for doing a lot of their live uh, or doing live action remakes of their classic, you know, animations. And I think some people fail to realize that, like, if they don't keep these titles going, they lose the rights to them. So, you know, people are going to complain, oh, there's a sequel of an animated or they can just go the next step and they can do just like a live action version of everything that continues those rights for them. So I'm looking forward to seeing The Little Mermaid. Um, That was one of my comfort movies, uh, go to's when I was younger. So seeing it on the live screen in live action with a bunch of, you know, younger people that are getting to experience. I think that's going to be really neat. Um, The whole um, Mufasa Lion King. Uh, I'm definitely kind of curious about that. I think that uh, will be kind of neat. It'll fuel more of that story, I guess, to kind of go backwards instead of uh, forward, because they've already done that a lot. Um, yeah. I think uh, Peter Pan and Wendy, I'm on the fence about, because it's like, how many times can you tell that story? But I guess, you know, again, it goes back to, you know, what rights they need to kind of pump out. And the same with Snow White um, and Haunted Mansion. So it's like they're, you know, rebooting, like, you know, a, a good portion of their catalog over the next few years but if they want to control them and keep them you know it's kind of what it is but i think out of everything um little mermaid is probably uh the most uh thing i'm excited for the thing Uh, i'm most excited for yeah i agree i actually randomly uh was listening to a podcast from like 2019 and they were talking about they just dropped a trailer for the lion king at that time and they were super excited about it and they made the comment about you know yeah people complain about all these remakes but this is if disney would have had the technology then to do this they would have done it then but so now yeah and especially we saw that they just lost the exclusive rights to winnie the pooh you know they can sell the pooh but you can make winnie the pooh as long as he doesn't have a red shirt uh because there's that blood and honey movie coming out but you know and I think and it's a whole nother discussion for another time, but the whole that legally Mickey Mouse should be in public domain next year, year after. Like mm-hmm. I so yeah, you you're hundred percent right. Like they want to keep these on and by changing it up. Although I, I'm on board for all of them. Um Haunted Mansion, the cast, I mean Tiffany Haddish, Owen Wilson, Jared Leto, Jamie Lee Curtis, Winona Ryder, Lakeith Stanfield, Danny DeVito. Like, that's going to be a day one for me. I, I can't wait. But the Mufasa one, I was doing some research and digging into it. And it's a flashback story. Apparently, it's Rafiki, Timon, and Pumbaa sitting around talking about when Mufasa was a kid. So, mm-hmm. that can, depending on the execution, I'm going to be, I guess, cautiously optimistic about that one. Because I love The Lion King. Like, we... There was a time when my kid was first getting into movies, you know, when he was like two, three years old, but we would watch Lion King, Lion King 2, Lion King 3, or one and a half, depending on what version it was, you know. Right. Uh, so we're we're diehard Lion King people here. So this one, and that's what Lion King one and a half, where it's Timon and Pumbaa telling this backstory and doing stuff was a whole lot of fun. But yeah. that was, a you know, a direct to video or DVD or whatever. So on a big release, I'm I'm really curious about it. But Little Mermaid is gonna be great. Um, Strange Worlds, 
I'm kind of sad about because it looks cool, but they've had zero marketing or zero anything for it. Um, so I don't, I don't know. We'll see. And then a new Snow White, which they hadn't said a whole lot about. Um, but again, yeah, just... who knows? Yeah. They did say Gal Gadot was going to be the evil queen. So I'm, I'm on board. Like it's, it, uh, but some, you know, we, we talk about all these brands, you know, that they have and the different franchises. Um, Pixar, I felt Pixar is one of those companies. I, I don't know about your relationship with them, but I was, I was teenager, mid teens when they first started coming out. And so I was, I was old enough to appreciate the animation, but still young enough to like appreciate the, the heart and the story. And, you know, I think Pixar kind of lost a little footing there for a minute when they did all the extra card movies and stuff. But now with this recent push, I feel like they're back on top. And some of these new ones, I mean, Elemental, win, um, well, Win or Lose is going to be a series. Um, Elio and Inside Out 2, of all things, yeah. is announced. Um, what Are you excited about some Pixar stuff? or? Um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm interested in Elemental. Like, I kind of like that sort of opposite the track type thing. And they've already kind of got me hooked with, like, you know, uh, Fire Girl meets, like, you know, Water Guy. And now they've got to figure out, you know, how to make the friendship work or blah, blah, blah. So uh, it's cheesy stuff like that that I'm into. Uh, honestly, I'm probably one of the few, but I really could care less about Inside Out, too. Like, cool, it's coming out, but I don't really care about that uh, a whole lot, I think, so far. Uh, just elementals, kind of the one, and Elio does look interesting. But uh, out of all of them, I think just elementals probably going to be the one that I I flock to first or go see first. Yeah, and I love how Pixar takes those those simple sort like boy meets girl, and by the end of it, you know you're crying because some, they just they do such a beautiful job storytelling. And uh, but Inside Out too, so far Amy Poehler is the only one that they said is coming back. So, oh, yeah, she got a lot of money, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I'm curious. They're talking about they're going to introduce different emotion. I don't... Whereas I'm cautiously optimistic about Mufasa, Inside Out 2 is going to be a I'm going to wait to stream it type thing. Probably, unless if I hear just amazing things about it. Like, because I yeah. always... Sequel, like I said, most Pixar sequels are... With the exception of Toy Story, they're like, meh. Like I said, the, all the Cars movies and playing... Well, yeah, but it's... <laughs> Un unnecessary sometimes yeah they definitely got a lot you know and elio uh you know i guess it's another uh kid finds himself transported across the galaxy you know and he's oops he's a representative of earth so i again i'm i'm sure it's going to be awesome and i'm sure it's going to look really cool but the story itself isn't anything that i'm drawn to to where i'm like oh i've never you know read or seen or heard about that before so it seems like basic sci-fi but with really cool art and I think, uh, you know, that'll be, you know, good for a younger crowd. Yeah. And if anybody can pull it off, it, it's Pixar. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, another big brand, I would, I would say Disney's second biggest brand, which is my least favorite. Uh, people give me flack all the time. Lucasfilm. Uh, you know, I know people love the Star Wars stuff and everything, you know, yeah. they have some what was it like bad batch season two mandalorian season three 
uh, I, it seemed like they were leaning more toward the series, though. Is kind of what what I saw with the Star Wars stuff, which I thought was was interesting because the big movie announcement Lucasfilm did was Indiana Jones Five, which if if Lucasfilm is going to do a big announcement, I want it to be Indiana Jones Five. Yeah, for sure. And then the Willow series, I'm I'm on board for that. Yeah, uh, that's the thing I'm most excited about. Like you know. HBO has their fantasy dragon show. Amazon now has their, you know, Elven Lord of the Rings show. Uh, it's also fantasy that's, you know, heavily uh, based in fantasy. So I think Disney coming out with, you know, Willow is pretty smart on them because right now they pretty much, you know, coast through all the Marvel stuff and, you know, some young adult stuff. But I think them getting the Willow series uh, to come out, I think that'll be neat. Yeah. And, uh, they're bringing a lot of the original people back too from the the eighties movie, which I grew up watching. So I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I know a lot of people are curious about uh, Val Kimmer, and the only thing I've read recently was that you know, um, it's a hard you know thing to pull off, but you know, her presence will be there, but the actor themselves uh, is probably not going to be on the show. Val Kimmer has a lot of health issues and stuff, so I'm sure he's probably not doing a whole lot of series, but. Um, I think it's curious to see, you know, how they will pay tribute to uh, to his character and his Mad Mardigan. Yeah, I mean, getting Warwick Davis back, I was, I was like, all right, that's that made me happy. Uh, but yeah, I never even thought about that from a fantasy angle because you know, Disney has the sci-fi. They have, with Star Wars, they have action. They obviously have kids covered, but. I mean, I guess, you know, they did Black Cauldron one time and they're like, oh, no, never again. So, yeah, it's t- I mean, I love Black Cauldron, though. I, <laughs> that's a movie that I would be OK if they did a remake of is Black Cauldron. Right. Yeah, no, it's a, it's definitely enjoyable. And I like that one, too. But I think as far as live action goes and anything, if they're going to bring something back in the time where a lot of, like I said, these big corporations or big studios are, then Willow's kind of a smart choice because everyone who kind of uh, was younger and was in awe by Willow. We're all now older and we have like, you know, our own children, our nieces and nephews and stuff that we can share it with and still uh, experience it just as adults uh, since it is a new story and new characters, but it's still going to have like the same heart. And uh, I think that's pretty much, you know, why so many people like Willow's because it is full of heart. Yeah. it's And, it, and you got my brain going now because I'm like, even Netflix does um, the Jim Henson the with the what are they called the vulture the big vulture looking things what was that show that they did oh the seskis the dark crystal series yeah so oh I'm a bad jim henson fan i should have known that sorry it's been a long day folks uh yeah so that a lot of cool stuff coming out of disney but i the the reason i think most people tuned in probably 80 percent of the reason i tuned in was for the Marvel announcements. Right, yes. That's what I wanted. And they kicked it off at the very start on the first day. So a lot of people who who aren't Disney nerds, like D23 is a multi-day event. It's not just like three or four panels and they're done. But on the first day, they actually did a video game panel. And they, they announced some other stuff, blah, 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 whatever. But there was one, a Captain America and Black Panther game that they announced and i i know you you're you're a gamer 
Uh, matter of fact, we were talking yeah. about the new GoldenEye, or not new, the re-released GoldenEye on right. Facebook earlier. So <laughs> this game, I, had a, uh, I don't know if you had a chance to, to look it up, but it's Black Panther. It's T'Challa's grandfather as Black Panther. Steve Rogers, who just became Captain America. Um, and then it also has two other characters who do exist in Marvel, but not a lot. There's Nanali, who is um, a spy, a Wakandan spy, and then Gabriel, who is uh, an African-American soldier that fought with Captain America. And right. the game supposedly going to kind of, you're going to get to play as all four of them separately. And it's really going to focus on two superheroes and two non-superheroes in this, uh, they're describing it as the Nazi not Nazi to Hydra era, which words yeah. <laughs> sign me up for a video game like that. I'm I'm excited. What do you think about it? No, I'm I'm definitely intrigued. Uh, I'm a big fan of the, just that side of uh, Captain America, especially when it's tied to any of the world wars and with uh, you know the people who are going to be participating. It seems like they're uh, you know more focused on bringing a good story than just putting something out quickly, but you know, that can change. But for the most part, um, I think if they stick to a good story and it could be good, yeah. you know, I, uh, I'm a fan of like the modern warfare games. I play uh, all kinds of, you know, random first person shooter games. And uh, so it's definitely going to be marketed towards me as far as someone who kind of likes that era. Mm. Um, yeah. I'm, don't know a whole lot about it, uh, but I'm definitely curious to see it. And if it comes on Game Pass, then I'll play it for sure. I pay, play just about everything I can on uh, Game Pass. So, I'm playing Tinykin right now. Have you played Tinykin? Uh, I'm not playing that. I was playing um, Multiverses for a while, and then I got a bad glitch, and I can't fix it, and I'm upset. So I'm not playing that right now. Uh, but I recently started Disney Dreamlight uh, Valley. So that's pretty much what's eating up all my time right now. I, I saw that one. Valley. Yeah. Tiny Kin is basically a Pokemon, or not Pokemon, a Pikmin, sorry, a Pikmin uh homage, but it's it's so okay. much. Uh it's it's short. I like I like short games or games that I can at least, you know, have a mission and pause. And I'm excited about this game because I don't I don't do the Fortnites or the Call of Duties or Apex. Um you know the the microtransaction to death type games. I I like a good campaign story based single player experience, and I think this game's gonna gonna bring that. But they said like you know like you said they're gonna spend time on it. They said it's a long time out, so I'm not holding my breath for it because we all know video games get delayed more than comics or movies or anything in in yeah. their fandom. So. Hopefully it comes out. That, that's my only hope. Is like hopefully it gets released at some point. We'll we'll see. And especially on Game Pass because that would save me sixty dollars. So I'm <laughs> exactly Game Pass is genius. Oh yeah. Uh, but as far as like the the MCU announcements, I thought it was a fun, interesting blend between stuff that is going to be series and stuff that's going to be movies. And I, I honestly think I'm more excited about the series that they announced because um, they did they announced more series than the movie. They just kind of 
they didn't announce any new movies, but they, you know, just kind of expanded on some cast and plots of movies, um, which really I feel that that's all they did. The only surprise we got was Werewolf by Night, which yeah. was kind of a, a badly kept secret to begin with. But that trailer was was excited. Was what, yeah. Uh, what What are you? I mean, as far as the series, we'll, we'll start with the series. Like, what's what are some of the series you were excited about when they announced? Um, well, just uh, being a big fan of the Secret Invasion comic itself, like I like uh, Bendis' run, I like the art, I like the story and everything that brings into like the pre-Skull War. So I've uh, been excited that Marvel seems to have been kind of, you know, bringing that up as far as, you know, all these new movies and everything. They've been adding all these additions and they finally dropped the Secret Invasion uh, uh, trailer. So I'm I'm really excited about that. I think it's going to open up a lot more of the worlds, uh, especially when we start seeing, you know, doubles and imposters uh and maybe a little bit more of the illuminati we saw just a little bit of them in um uh, was the last movie that came out uh well two movies ago, multiverse. multiverse of madness that's it yeah it's like there's so many i was like no it's not thor ragnarok or it's not thunder yeah yeah uh multiverse of madness you know we saw a little bit of the illuminati in them uh so i think with them launching the uh, secret invasion, it's really going to open up a lot more characters. Uh, you know, it takes place after kind of civil war. And I mean, we're supposed to be getting like an Electra TV show. I don't know what Naskami fielding, but in the comics, she's a huge part of it. So, um, you know, maybe she'll team up with uh, the new uh, Daredevil show, maybe the Hell's Kitchen stuff that's going on. Um, I mean, this should give us a little bit more access to the X-Men. Definitely, you know, we'll have... Uh, Xavier like he's already been kind of hinted and they slowly are crossing everything over but I think uh I'm excited for all of it but Secret Invasion uh for sure I think is is the main one that I want to see just because like I said it's been it's been building for years (laughs) so much potential I'm I'm curious Don Cheadle came out the other day and said that Armor Wars like chronologically takes place right after Secret Invasion and Don Ch- uh, War Machine was in the trailer for Secret Invasion. So yeah. um, I love Don Cheeto and I love War Machine, but I'm, I'm kind of like you. I'm like, well, let's let's look at the, the X-Men and let's look at the Daredevil corner. Like, let's not just do more Iron Man because, you know, we have Ironheart coming out also. And I, again, I love Ironheart as a character. I'm really excited to see her in Wakanda forever. I'm excited about her show, especially because Anthony Ramos is going to come in as the hood. I and- know. But I'm like, I want non-armored heroes too, though. <laughs> yeah, I think um, at this point, it's, you know, they're, they've they been holding back. And so I think it's time for them just to start putting out all these other characters that we don't get to see enough of, that we haven't seen enough of, uh, or maybe we've seen and that was done badly. So let's, you know, see it again, especially if we get any sort of the Savage Land. Like, I'm really into the Savage Land. We caught like a a quick glimpse of it in multiverse of madness we saw the dinosaur and i was kind of you know like oh my god that were you know savage land it's got to be savage land and that's hugely tied to like you know the x-men which is a you know perfect place to you know bring them in uh to the the fold or maybe with the beyonder so i think uh yeah i think secret invasion is going to be a huge step that's going to catapult uh a lot of characters that we've been uh, wanting to see for a while i mean even if we get like what is it like kazar like or, or uh what's her name she devil Shana. like i mean there's all these like old like you know silver age characters that have just been sitting to the side that are actually really fun and could be fun to watch interact with everything so 
Yeah, and I, I think that was another reason I was a little sad about the devil dinosaur stuff because I was like, "What's a dinosaur?" So we could do, you know, the Savage Land. I mean, I know devil dinosaur is a little different, but also know, you know, they don't they don't dive into it as much as we know about. You know, I'm like, oh, we could sit here and be like, "Oh yeah, this appeared here and did that and that," you know. And so I'm like, you just lump all your dinosaurs together, have them yeah. in the Savage Land, and, but we'll we'll see. Uh, you mentioned a little bit about daredevil who daredevil is my favorite character ever of all time it's yeah I, the only original artwork i own is for all is all daredevil like all the pieces are daredevil so i'm excited not only about echo because echo is yeah one of my favorite characters but in uh when she was in hawkeye it just blew me away i'm excited about that and then daredevil born again which is going to be 18 episodes which is like double triple some of the other marvel stuff um and you know he's supposed to show up in she hulk soon i don't know if it's this week's episode next week's episode yeah but that's oh, sure. excited about that yeah there's there's a, there's a there's a lot of crossing the streams and universes so and then in the captain america side of things you know we got a little more information about captain america new world order uh, Tim Blake Nelson is coming back as the leader, which he was teased in the Ed Norton in The Incredible Hulk. So that'll be interesting. But then we also have uh, Carl Lumby as Isaiah Bradley and Danny Ramirez as Joaquin Torres coming back from Falcon and Winter Soldier. So that, that's going to be New World Orders. I, I don't know. I, I'm i really excited. I loved Falcon and Winter Soldier, so I'm excited to see where that goes. And mm -hmm. then Bucky getting his own movie in the Thunderbolts. You know, and they they finally confirmed the cast for Thunderbolts. Yeah. Uh, again, probably one of the worst kept secrets Marvel had, but uh, because it's going to have what Taskmaster, Taskmaster, sorry, U.S. Agent, Winter Soldier, um, Red Red Widow. What I don't know what we call so, uh, Black Widow, Ghost. Yeah, um, Red Guardian, and then of course Contessa, uh, Valentina, Fontaine. Yeah. That, I mean, just seeing, yeah, the the new Black Widow and Red Guardian together again is going to be fun. I'm really curious to see how they interact with Taskmaster and then how Bucky and U.S. Agent get along together. Uh, I, I don't know. That's a movie that I kind of hoped it was going to be a series, like it was teased for a while, but I'm okay with the movie. You know, maybe they'll have a little bit bigger budget and be able to do a little more fun. I, I don't know. They're just, like I said, the Daredevil Corner looks great. The Captain America corner looks great. The yeah. Captain Marvel corner looks great. I I can't pick up Loki also. I mean, there's just so much going on. Yeah, for sure. And then even right now and the stuff that's currently going out with like She-Hulk, I mean, even the stuff Marvel's putting out now is still kind of alluding to the bigger universes, especially with, um, uh, uh, what is the actor's name? Uh, the guy who played uh, William Hurt that was uh, General Ross, like he actually passed. And so I think, there was a, a while where they were trying to kind of build him up as Red Hulk to be in the Thunderbirds, Thunderbolts. But uh, now that he's gone, they were able to bring in Tim Roth uh, into She-Hulk as Abomination. And I know some people may not be, you know, totally stoked about that, but it's a, it's a good alternative. I think, you know, if you have this main character and the guy who's played him forever is dead and you don't really know what to do and you don't want to, you know, change everything up, I think Abomination is a good substitute for, uh, for Red Hulk. Uh, and with him kind of being in She-Hulk and going through all that, I think uh, that's kind of a nice little nod and a, and a nice little setup uh, that they're doing there. 
And I know some people are disappointed that uh, Baron Zemo isn't uh, mentioned yet. But I mean, like, geez, it's literally just like, you know, a, a 10, <laughs> 10 minute discussion about it. And it literally just dropped. So I, I'm not going to like, you know, uh, assume that Baron Zemo is not going to be involved uh, in, in any of it. Uh, we've seen the character. We know that he's still alive out there. So uh, I think there's still room and I think there's uh, a good chance that we'll see him uh, eventually show up in the uh, in the movie. Yeah, I'm, between New World Order and Thunderbolts, I, I would bet money that he shows up in at least one, if not both of those. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone that has been... Uh, that is coming back to the universe or who has, you know, just been popular in the universe recently, you know, has kind of their own like running and has been on the roster for the Thunderbolts. I mean, you can throw like Punisher in there, Deadpool in there. You can throw in, you know, like we said earlier, it's got, you know, uh, Bucky's going to be in there. So there, it's definitely, you know, kind of its own, uh, its own ongoing crew. If you wanted, you could throw Hawkeye in there. There's, uh, there's a lot that can be done with it. And I think, uh, people who are upset and uh, pissed off right off the bat, they should probably just wait until we know a little bit more. Because I mean, there's really no no good will come of agitating yourself over something you really don't know anything about. <laughs> yeah. Well, if anything, like support it so they do a Thunderbolts two, and then you get your character in now. You know, I mean, is that is that better? Yep. Yeah. There you are. Yep. Okay. Yeah. With Wakanda Forever, I think uh, that's also going to set up a lot. I love the fact that we're gonna get uh, a live action anymore i'm super excited about that he's one of my favorite marvel uh characters in general and you know i think they'll do the best they can to kind of pay tribute to uh chad and i mean obviously it's gonna wind up being uh uh shuri who's gonna take over i mean that was already set up from like you know one of the other movies we already kind of knew that that was gonna happen and so i expect that to happen uh i don't uh expected to happen with a lot without challenges and stuff and i think with namor coming to the top it's going to be something probably i would say government related that's going to be digging for vibranium that's going to set off namor to where something's going to happen to his people and he's going to have to come up and check it out so uh both of those uh worlds have a strong history that's tied together uh for good and bad so i'm i'm really excited um one of the last corners i want to hit up here is that we hadn't really talked about yet is the Kang corner of the MCU. You know, we got Loki 2 season, Loki season 2, sorry, coming up, and then Quantumania with Ant-Man and the Wasp coming up, and Kang's going to be in both of them. And uh, I really, I think, I, I say this, and then I think about it, and I don't know if I mean it, but as of right now, I do mean it. I hope Kang is the new big bad. And I, I think they're doing a really cool job setting him up. Uh, maybe even better than they did setting up Thanos, but that, uh, that's a discussion for another time. But uh, right. these, you know, Loki season one, I think blew everybody away. As much as everybody loved WandaVision and everything else, I think that season of Loki just kind of changed a lot, both critically, commercially, and storytelling-wise for the MCU. So I'm... Uh, curious to see what they do here and then ant-man and wasp you know it's they've already said it's gonna be a quantum heist so okay <laughs> it's yeah yeah that'll set up our uh our inter uh our uh, fantastic four so 
I'm I'm pretty curious about uh, what's going to happen with Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. So with the Fantastic Four, uh, I thought, you know, a lot of people were expecting a cast announcement here, but they only announced that Matt Shackman, who did WandaVision, is the director. Um, yeah. I think they're holding out for San Diego, just because now that Marvel's back at San Diego, you know, they took a few years off before COVID. Yeah. I think that's where we're going to see the announcement. And Matt Shackman, uh, okay. I mean, I enjoyed WandaVision. I'm not necessarily one way or another about the director, so we'll see. But how, when do you think we're going to hear the, the casting announcement? Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll see it in one of the uh, movies that's coming up as like kind of a uh, an end trailer or something like that. Because I know with uh, Ant-Man and uh, The Wasp 3, we're supposed to get uh, Modoc, and I guess they were, you know, giving you know kind of hints and first looks at about him. And I think in some of the merch that's come out for that movie, um, you know, he's uh, kind of prominent. So uh, just bringing Modoc into the series, I, I think, is going to be kind of weird. He had that Hulu show, which was good, but it was also really hard to kind of sit through. So I'm curious to see, you know, how uh, how it goes and where they take him because the Hulu stuff was like, you know. <laughs> very varied from the uh source material but to uh bring him into the marvel cinematic universe uh alongside with uh jonathan majors as uh king as you mentioned i think you know having you know two baddies is definitely going to uh heat things up to to get all our heroes in line yeah and yeah and i think that would be a great you know especially with them you know now that we're leaning more toward like science based or technology but you know not uh, not that Thanos was mystic based necessarily, but you know, uh, Kang dealing with multiverse and travel and stuff, exploration, science and exploration based villains. I think, yeah, Ant Man and Wasp is a perfect time for us to get a Fantastic Four cameo or tease or something. Yeah. That'd be good. Well, the last thing I want to talk about, uh, like, there, there's so much, but the last one. We, we mentioned it, we touched on it earlier, is The Werewolf by Night, which, as of this recording, comes out in less than a month. I know! It's, and the, the trailer is this black and white B-movie masterpiece looking. I mean, I those are my guilty pleasure. I don't like modern horror movies, but classic horror, I'm all about. So, I'm I, I'm sold on this. How do you feel about it? I know, like, um, I'm totally stoked. This is one of the main ones I've been wanting uh, to uh, to see as well. Um, yeah, the trailer for it was, like, totally old school, like, you know, CBS presentation style, and it went to the black and white, and we did catch some glimpses of uh, a few monsters that are in there. And for me, uh, Werewolf by Night was pretty much my introduction to Marvel. Like, I started reaching, reading Archie comics back in the day, and then I started reading, like, Sabrina comics, and I kind of got into, like, the spooky stuff. And then uh, I went straight to, you know, their old Legion of Monsters and the uh, Midnight Suns and stuff like that before I even got into the mutants. So Werewolf by Night was literally my intro to Marvel and uh, holds a big spot in my heart. So I'm uh, hoping they kind of treat it like a classic universal, like, monster movie. Um. But it also appears to have, you know, some good, uh, some good screams in there too. So I think that uh, people will have fun with it. I think it'll be kind of like an '80s, uh, you know, jump scare. It won't be super gory, but it'll be very, very fun. Yeah, I'm, and I'm curious to see what, if any, cameos we get in that. You know, is Wong going to show up in that too? Uh, maybe it'll be, uh, you know, seeing what kind, what 
homages and, and cameos we get. So well have it before before we wrap it up, what at the end of the weekend, after the end of the whole show, if you had to pick one announcement as your favorite, what would it be? Oh well I don't know. I feel like I'd be cheating because I've kind of known about the werewolf by night and I've known about secret invasion. And those are, those are my two favorites. Uh, you know, you said something about maybe getting some cameos for werewolf by night. I mean, I think uh, if we get blade in there, then that opens up again and it ties to the black Knight that we got and, you know, the Eternals, um, and also opens up for another ghost rider and, and it brings in maybe, uh, you know, Frankenstein's monster. So I think, for me, I'm going to have to go Werewolf by Night just because, like, we've experienced, like, all these parts of the Marvel Universe. Like, in the comics, we have the sci-fi. We have the celestial. We have, you know, the fantasy with, you know, Excalibur and magic. And we have the mutants, you know. But we haven't really, like, hit the monsters yet. And the monsters of Marvel are, like, such a huge part of it because, you know, there's all these guardians that, you know, safe keep different parts of, like, you know, the, the mutants and the celestials, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, we've, we haven't had a good Marvel monster movie uh in a while and i'm not even going to acknowledge the sony one because that's that's not the same i think blade was really good i think that was awesome and i think if uh they can uh incorporate uh some of these other monsters and guardians that we haven't seen like you know there was a little bit of you know what is it the muck monster man thing in the trailer and i nearly you know crap myself i was like holy crap if they give me a like a live action man thing on on screen i'm gonna squeal so I think I'm just gonna go with Werewolf by Night just because I'm, uh, I'm uh, uh, a Marvel Monsters fan before a Mutants fan. I I did not know that about you. That that's really cool. Uh, yeah, I, Man Thing is one of the people that needs redemption on the big screen. You know, after the <laughs> George Lucas did the first one, right? Didn't he have, like produce it or write it or something? I want to say. That's, yeah, I don't know. No. Um, I, I would tell people to go out, seek it out, and watch it, but I'm I'm actually going to say don't, um, unless you are. Yeah. But yeah. What's was, your choice? What's your pick of all this? Where you headed? Oh, I, I. Again, you know, like we said, the werewolf by night. I think everybody knew it was coming, just not this soon. Um, Secret Invasion. You know, they've been. I, yeah, I think I'm going to have to. Oh no. Had to go with Daredevil Born Again. It would be Secret Invasion, except that 18 episode count. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because that's, I see all the stuff they do in six episodes. You know, they, they create Emmy award winning television in six shows. So if they have 18. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the fact that we got Charlie Cox coming back and Vincent D'Onofrio is coming back and, um, Hopefully, She-Hulk will show up, and Echo will show up, and maybe who knows? I, you know, that's I think that's why I like Daredevil. You know, you talk about the monsters, and I was mutants first. Mutants were my gateway to Marvel. Uh, Jim Lee, Chris Claremont, X-Men, but Daredevil is what got me back into comics. Like when I went to college and thought I was too cool for comics, and then Bendis took over Daredevil, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is comics, and that street level. Uh, which, you know, I, I think almost anybody can cross over with. You know, the monsters can show up. You know, we see Blade show up a lot. The mystic people, Iron Fist is always there. The mutants show up. Um, you know, he has talks with Reed Richards all the time. Um, Daredevil, for the same reason Nightwing's my favorite DC character, I feel like Daredevil is that not only street-level hero, but the one that 
is kind of the heart and soul of everybody and everybody knows him and can talk to him. Um, and yeah, he just sets up. I, I think as much as any of the other shows where secret invasion sets up a lot for the space future stuff. I think yeah. Daredevil, I mean, Daredevil can be in secret invasion. Like we talked about Electra had a bunch, a big role in secret invasion. Like I think Daredevil is a good springboard, uh, not only for people to join into Marvel, be it comics or shows, but also a springboard for the creators to go forward. There, there's never been a bad run of Daredevil in the comics. And I feel the same about live action portrayals. Um, so yeah, I'm going to have to go with Daredevil Born Again. Um, I, in a year, I may eat those words, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. So, well, awesome. Well, Tapa, thank you so much for coming on and talking about this stuff. Um, yeah, thank you. Tell the people at home, you know, where they can find because y'all, she has so many cool projects and so many cool things that she does. Uh, where, where can they where can they find all that? Um, pretty much you can just find me on any of the socials as the Taffeta Darling, T-H-E-T-A-F-F-E-T-A-D-A-R-L-A-N-G, the Taffeta Darling. That's also my website, and that links to, like, most of my social, and uh, you can find just about uh, anything that I post out there is, is, for the most part, public. So if you want to see what I'm gaming or what I'm reading or watching, uh, I'm usually posting about it. So check it out. And and I, I will say this, on, on your page, you're not not only incredibly nice um, and incredibly informative, but you're incredibly interactive. Like you you have chats with people all the time, and I know you're busy. You have an awesome job that keeps you busy, and you still find time to talk to your fans and do everything. And I think that uh, just the the measure of a truly not only good fan uh, but a good person. And so oh, yeah, well, thank you. Go go check her out. Uh, Again, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, well, let's not wait till next D23. To, to do oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's a lot coming out, so we'll definitely chat again. Awesome. Well, thank you so very much, everybody. Go check her out. Uh, thank you for listening. Make sure to check out The Night Nerd on all social media. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance, and we will see you next time.